Hello, welcome to the Sunnydale Diaries, a podcast where Sean hello. and Melanie hello discuss the TV show Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which Sean is uh, has seen all the episodes and is a huge fan, and Melanie is not. Uh, so tonight we are talking about episode five of season one, entitled "Never Kill a Boy on the First Date." First dates. Let's talk about first dates. What was your first date ever? Oh. First date ever was eighth grade prom. Oh. Yeah, and it was a big a big deal. And uh, I went with my friend Alan, and um, we were in academic games together. It's okay, and uh, yeah, it was good. It was the Holiday Inn. It was very exciting. There was drama because I had a uh, dress on that somebody else wore. Oh, I know drama, but it was good. It was fine. Okay. Yeah. Mine was actually thirty years ago this month. Aww. Yeah, it was uh, a movie. It was a Nightmare Before Christmas, and it was a, the date almost didn't happen because I needed a ride to the date's house, and my sister didn't want to give me one. My dad didn't want to give me one. Finally, one of them, one of them did, and then her dad drove us to the mall, and they had one of those vans with the, like the sliding doors on the side, mm-hmm. and I couldn't push it hard enough to close it, so probably not the best first impression. If she, if that's what she held against you, then the, you know. Oh no, I was thinking. I was thinking of the dad, not oh, not her. Yeah, we oh. knew each other. Yeah, that was fine. I have been on a lot of first dates because it was the nineties and online dating was just starting up. So I, yeah, I went on a lot of first dates. Some of them were great. Some of them not so great. I didn't go on a lot of second dates. <laughs> Maybe I'm the common denominator there. <laughs> what was what was the best one? One I went on work with my husband. Oh, no, I don't know. I know about that one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I had any really great ones. I mean, I I, I could have fun wherever. So, you know, I'm sure I made the most of where, whoever I was out with. Mm-hmm. I did go on a couple that were, like, really memorably bad. Like, I went out with one. This guy was very, I, you know me, I'm very left-leaning and, and uh, liberal. And this guy, very right-wing conservative. And it was just the whole night was just him arguing with me. And it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> what was the worst one? Um, I, need, I mean, I never went out with any kind of a serial predator or anything. Oh, yeah, it was I, just, I, you know, I just like, like a, no, I don't know. Nothing really awful. Just, you know, no no uh sparks and then you just gotta spend the rest of the you know evening i'll i will say i went on one and i already knew that i wasn't interested in this person and i think i was fixed up and uh oh no that does remind me of a bad one but anyway the, this one i felt no pressure because i you know i knew i wasn't going to go out with this person again but it ended up being a great date because of that because i didn't feel any pressure i did go on a date i was fixed up i was in high school fixed up with uh, a guy from my best friend's boyfriend he did not like me at all (laughs) we just did not hit it off and we had to spend the whole evening i remember we went to a haunted house and um he just walked on his own uh i spent the evening with my best friends and i did go on another one another date with a guy who i met online and we were gonna go roller skating and it turned out that he went to this roller skating place all the time and was like into like a speed rollerblading and so i was like roller skating and he was just lapping me on doing his speed skating and i was like dude what what you know <laughs> we're on a date you're supposed to be talking to me and stuff and you know you're even showing off that's not what you did no well, it wasn't great day. no yeah what about you 
a lot of movies, a lot of which you know probably is not the best for a first date yeah. because you know you're not talking to each other. Uh, but you know, it takes some of the pressure off. Yeah. Can't uh, we wait? Which is one of my favorite such movies. Such a good movie. Yeah, that was um, that was a first date. Uh, I think it was called Virus. It's either Virus or Toxic with Jamie Lee Curtis, and it's about like killer robots. Oh. That was the first date when I was walking out with the the date with this guy. Father and uh, stepmother were walking into the movies. Mm. They didn't see me, but man, I panicked. I was not out yet. Oh, yeah. Oh that, boy, that was interesting. Um, Have you ever talked about that with your dad? Oh no. Since then, no. no I probably should talk yeah. about that. Did you Did you see me? I would be interested to know if he saw you. I, I really think he he would have. I think he would have said something by now, but maybe not. He's he's weird about stuff like that. Yeah. Huh. Um, yeah, a lot of movies. Um, the remake of Psycho with I think it was, was it Vince Vaughn? It was Vince Vaughn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Saw that. We got catfished a few times. Really? Yep. You know, either it's you know it was like a a photo from clearly ten years ago. Oh yeah. That like I was still going on a date, or like you know they're showing completely else, completely different. Really? Then I just drove away. Wow. Nope. Oh, okay. Interesting. Stuff. Yeah. You know, online dating wasn't as big a thing when I was starting out, you know, with that kind of stuff. So what was it? I don't think there was catfishing to that point. Could you? It's an interesting thing. But like when you were on, on the BBS, could you send yeah. photos? Yeah. No. BBS, bulletin board system, late 80s, early 90s, pre-internet. No, but we went to, um, you'd chat all week with somebody, and then Friday nights we'd have a get-together at the bowling alley, and so you'd go meet people that way. Okay. So you got to see everybody eventually. Cool. Yeah. That's nice. Should we talk about the episode? I think we should talk about the episode. Okay. The first scene is a cemetery fight. Mm-hmm. Um, they do start the, a lot of these episodes the same, with some kind of fighting scene. Yes. And again, with the noises. Ah! <clears throat> yes, a lot of that. yeah, 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 and uh, and Giles finds the ring and knows exactly what what's going on with that ring, or he knows something's up. Why didn't the ring burn? Well, you know, I, I wrote that. Why don't their clothes stay? Like, you think it, you think it's an actual burning thing? That actually makes sense. I don't know. I can never. You know, we'll have to pay attention. Buy... You would think then there would be clothes littered all over the place, especially in that town. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. As many times as I've watched the show, I never thought, "Why don't the clothes stay?" But yeah, the, I mean, again, I think it was you know, to move the plot along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, that's a big ring. Yes. Does the ring come up again in the episode? Yes. Okay. Because that's how they know if they're related to the Order of Aurelius. Oh yeah, okay. The symbol on the All right, the, the symbol ring. on the inside. Yes, okay. Yeah. All right. I noticed that the uh, the voiceover from the random guy at the beginning of the show was not in this episode. Oh yeah. Oh, he got fired. It just he lost the job. It just needed to go. It was it was unnecessary. Yes, agree. I also wrote one of the the vampires from one of his first. Actually, it was that vampire had bad green makeup like Jesse did in the. In the second episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not, it's something off about it. The season one thing. Yeah. I bet. Big dusty book. So, yeah, okay. So here's, I've I've said things about this before, about how everything is like the, the uh, tombs, like the cleanest, there's no cobwebs or anything. But where there is dust is on this book, which I'm going to say this is not the first time he's brought out this book. It's like he's having a sermon. You know he uses this book. There would not be that much dust on the book. Yeah, yeah. Why is that the only thing in this whole series that's dusty and dirty? That is Joss. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. 
in a perfectly clean tomb or you know it's like what is that his lair it's It's like a destroyed collapsed church but yeah there's no dirt and rubble except for the giant pieces of rubble but yeah there's dust on this book ah yeah they're not just dust like (laughs) like layers layers of dust dust. and then when he closes it again there's no dust yeah and then we learn about the anointed yes and he will lead her into hell yes but who is it? Obviously, it's Owen, is what I'm thinking. <laughs> because because this character we haven't met yet all of a sudden has a very big part in this episode. Remember a few weeks ago we watched that movie, Run, Rabbit, Run, and it was the mom just running around saying, Mia, Mia. Yes, like, that was yes, all, that's yes. what I felt with this, with this episode, because Owen was saying, said a lot of times. Yeah, 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 yeah. It made me laugh when Giles and Buffy were in the, the library yes. talking, and Owen walked in, and Giles was like, what do you want? But obviously he's going to say that, because I don't think we've seen any other kids in this library yet. Nobody wants to Nobody go goes in the library. Very sad. So I, I, can, yeah, I can see why he said that. It's like how libraries are now. But again, this library... Like, do they use the Dewey Decimal System in this library? I've never seen a library that doesn't have rows... That are labeled, you know, like, yes. well, how do you know in this library where there's, it's like a curved room and there's a shelf over here on this side and then there's another shelf over here. Like, how do you know where poetry is and the geography and I don't know. It's crazy. It is crazy. Uh, and where is the vid library? From the, <laughs> the vid library. We still don't know. It's, I don't know. It's in the basement. The it's basement. musty and dark, and dark. I do miss card catalogs. Do you? Do. I bet they still have card catalogs in some libraries. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Do they? Write to us. Yes. <laughs> Is there a card catalog in your town's library? <laughs> Email us at the Sunnydale no. Diaries at gmail.com. Yeah, you know you know where they are. They're all in uh, uh, apothecary stores and uh, uh, Crate and Barrel and those stores being sold as accent pieces for your living room. And, I'm, and now we're getting friends with the apothecary <laughs> table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that word, apothecary. Okay. We should use that more. Like, I'm going to Walgreens, you know, the apothecary, to make up my medicine. <laughs> All right, let's make it a, a point. Owen uh, carrying around Emily Dickinson. I mean, yes. come on. Come on. He's a dreamboat. I mean, he, he's cute. He's a dreamboat. I'll give you that. But he's obviously, there's something going on with him. Did you ever read any Emily Dickinson? Yeah, I was an English major in college, so I read a lot of poetry. She's the one who did the I Could Not Stop for Death poem. Was that her? I don't know. Okay. That was a long time ago, Sean. <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> that was like 30 years ago. I'm, I'm pretty sure she was. Um, she did write that one. My, uh, my then 56. Mm-hmm. Um, we were both in like newspaper and literary magazine and stuff. And we had a publications office. And every year we were allowed to like personalize it. And then she wrote a line from that poem. Oh. Makes you think it's, it's her. But okay. maybe I'm wrong. All right. Okay. So, oh, the other thing, um, I just want to make another note, fashion note about Buffy's outfit. Once again, she's wearing some brightly colored thing with black boots. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> but it makes me think it would be a good uh, Halloween costume. An easy Halloween costume. Oh, yeah. Cute 90s outfit. Little cute little mini skirt and, and t-shirt and some black boots. I like that. And crimped hair. Or that headband. I actually have one of those headbands that does like, it's got teeth on it. Oh, my sister had one of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 She has very curly hair, so I don't even know how she made that work. I I did look up the actor who played Owen. And? And he's one of those movies best starring in a lot of things, Mm -hmm. but it was, he was born in 1970, and this was made about 
96, 97. So once again, we have a twenty, a late 20-something playing a high school That's why he's student. so dreamy. I just don't understand. Why don't they... I really don't understand why they don't cast people that are high school. You should play high school characters. Unless it's like more like they want somebody more experience. It just it just seems silly. Because they're all awkward and have acne and... and... <laughs> They're yeah. gangly and they're not dreamy. Yeah, you're right. When Owen goes to check out the book and Giles pulled out his light pen, did you have to notice <laughs> no. that? Yeah. No, but I noticed he was very quick in, in checking that book out to him. <laughs> I don't know if there's a library card involved. No, I, I didn't seem like it. It seemed like you just took it and wrote something and gave it back to him. And I was like, oh, okay. I definitely forgot about light pens. I don't think he really knows how to be a librarian. No, no, I don't. I don't think. So. I don't think they covered that. Front. They covered that. In, did not cover that in Watcher One Hundred and One. No. They just gave him the big vampire book. It's like, yeah, yeah, figure yeah, it yeah. out. You got yeah, put right. the books away. Yeah. Go in the big library. Find the sonar. <laughs> <laughs> How'd the laying go? That that was uh, when they're in the cafeteria and uh, Cordelia is a bitch. Uh, she really is. She is. I don't like it. She's just too mean. There's just She's no, very mean. You know. And then uh, Buffy's come back. And, oh, I didn't realize Cordelia's lips were so wide. When she <laughs> dropped the lunch. <laughs> Little shade. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Don't go to the bus. You ever travel by bus? So I, when I first saw it, I was like, what kind of city bus is this? It was an airport shuttle. Ah. Said on the front. I had to rewind it. It was an airport shuttle. I was like, what kind of bus? But yeah, airport shuttle. And but. And then there's like this weird drunky or drugged out dude on the bus. And you're like, oh, what's that about? And then I'm noticing, wow, these people are very tolerant of this druggie on their bus. Like he's saying some weird stuff. And they're just like, no, 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 just ignore him. Just ignore him. It's like, he'll go away. Yeah, right? I know. It's a small bus. He did say one line. I, I, he was talking about a pale horse with Beth as its rider. Which made me think mm-hmm. of one of my favorite books of all time, On a Pale Horse by Piers Anthony. Oh, okay. And some random trivia. Okay. The, there's a an image of the cover of that book. It's a, 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 a Grim Reaper, like skeleton with the hood and stuff, driving a yellow car. Uh-huh. Same image was in the liner notes of Meatloaf's, one of Meatloaf's 90s albums. Oh. Because my mom had that album. I put them through. I'm like, I know that image. Oh, I just thought it was interesting. That. Okay. Yeah. Out of hell. Yeah. Two. Yeah. One that was from the 90s. My, my what was the little kid who turned because I went on an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the, the druggie or the, the dark guy is like, you will be judged. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> I like Santa. <laughs> you will be judged. You'll be judged. <laughs> <laughs> and then the bus crashes. Yeah. Vampire buffet. Yeah, and that's I guess that's the scene from uh, the opening credits, right, where they show the guy punching through, and, and he pulls the guy through, and yeah, yeah, carnage. Carnage, lots carnage. I went at the pocket watch, so it gets Buffy. So again, what's up with that old watch? And then Xander had his little Tweety and Sylvester watch. I thought that Poor was Xander again. Back underground, and I wrote down Jello Church because the master did it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's my question about the master. Okay. He's obviously trapped there, mm-hmm. right? He can't get out. Mm-hmm. So why is he so dangerous? He can't do anything. Just leave him there. Bury him. Good point. Okay. But then we wouldn't have... <laughs> we wouldn't have Simmons. Just bury him. Show over. <laughs> <laughs> then we wouldn't have seven seasons of a show. I suppose. No, you're right. You're right. Why don't I just like... He's not that dangerous. I guess because he keeps having minions that he can send out and do his... Dirty work. Freaking minions. <laughs> I mean minions. 
I think we're at the bronze. Yeah, we're at the bronze. And Buffy's dress is short. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. It was the 90s. But it's like short. Like, yeah. I don't know if you'd be comfortable, feel comfortable going around like that in public. Especially when you're a slayer who's going to be doing like tumbling and gymnastics and stuff eventually. You don't know what's going to happen. You got to jam. And you got that short skirt on. Gets caught like on your thighs. You probably can't like swing around or kick as much. It's got to be hard being a girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a whole separate podcast. <laughs> She did say, if the apocalypse, apocalypse, excuse me, if the, jeez. The Acropolis? <laughs> that's funny, because actually that's what we're going to order from dinner. It's Acropolis. Okay. Um, if the apocalypse comes, beat me, is a classic Buffy line. Like, there's some memes related to that. Okay. That I was happy. I'm going to have to go Google that. it now. Mm-hmm. I was happy to see that. I was like, oh, I know that line. Mm-hmm. Cordelia's crimped hair. It was the 90s. I just saw a TikTok yesterday and it was this girl who she's like, she's trying to tease her hair. She says, you, you Gen Xers who did this in the eighties, how the heck did you do this? Cause she says, I'm back combing it. I'm putting spray in. I just can't, you know, within 10 minutes it's going to be down. It's, you know, it, it was a different time. And, and most of the responses are, yeah, the stuff we used that to put in our hair is not legal anymore because it destroyed the ozone layer. <laughs> But that's that her hair, Cordelia's hair, makes me think of that. Like, oh, bad fashion choices. Did you own the crimping iron? No, I did not. Did I did have big hair for a while, but no, I never crimped my hair. No. Good stuff. I had big, like, swoopy, oh. swoop over one eye kind of oh. thing going on. Oh, I yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Angel walked in and Cordelia says, Hello, salty goodness. That's what she said. Yeah. That's what she said, and then she got denied. Mm-hmm. Denied twice. Took her down a peg that night, as it should be. Yeah, but again, Angel popping in and popping out. Yeah, yeah. That's what he does. He's I a guess. popper. He's a popper. <laughs> it, it, it gets better. Trust me. Episode seven. All right. He'll actually have some use besides you know dropping the dire warnings and okay. running away. All right. Then we're back to the cemetery. Um, no? we almost, but Owen okay. gets food. It was a muffin to go with the tea she had in the last episode. I am, this is the one. In, I can't get this this club. I just don't know what's going on in this club. This is the only time I can remember it's seeing like food a, at the bronze. A club slash cafeteria. <laughs> club slash coffee shop. I don't know. Yeah, he brought her one single muffin on a plate. <laughs> that was random. Yeah, it was very random. Why did I break down pork and beans? Because that's what that's what the uh, bad guy says. But that's later. That's oh. that's a few scenes later. The next Sorry. scene is they're in the cemetery. And the sign on the cemetery, the sign of the cemetery says, in quotes, we'll take care of the rest. I... Sunnydale Cemetery, we'll take care of the rest. Oh, it's play on words. The rest. I know. Oh, I missed that completely. But that's their, that's a weird thing to. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. Look where weird. We right that's now. weird. <laughs> All right, and then I wrote, um, and then Giles is by himself in the in the cemetery slash funeral home slash crematorium. Yeah, I thought it was weird. <laughs> it's like all they do; they take care of the rest. They do everything. One stop shopping. I mean, I guess like practically, it makes sense. Yeah, when they were going, when, I don't know if it was Giles was going in. Yeah, when Giles was running through there trying to find a room to go into, the first door he tries is labeled flower room. You still you you catch a lot of details mm-hmm. that I don't. It's my I, job. I need to do a better job. <laughs> do you have anything before pork and beans? 
nope, I've got pork and beans, pork and beans. And I was like, why is he saying that? <laughs> this is the big, uh, the guy who is, uh, well, he was the druggie or the guy on the, the guy on the bus. And he now just came back to love. And we, we are led to believe he's the anointed one. Yes. And he says, pork and beans, pork and beans. And then he sings another song, he sings a little song. I don't know what that is. I don't either. It's just a little, is it a children's song? I bet it is. Maybe? Yeah. All right, we'll have to look it up. Yeah, we'll look up the pork and beans. Write to us. <laughs> the Sunnydale Diaries at gmail.com. <laughs> Heard that the Buffy and Giles thrown hard into the wall. Like really hard. So, and this was my take on this: is the stunt work in this show, like whenever somebody gets, I mean, it's obvious stunt doubles, yeah. and whenever they land, they land like with their head in their arms, <laughs> so you can't see their face. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It is bad. <laughs> pretty <It is> bad. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they get, and then, and then, uh, is Owen there yet? Yes, yeah, so Owen. Owen, there. Owen gets tossed against the uh, what do they call that? The door of the where they keep the body. I know exactly. The freezer what door, whatever. Freezer door. Yeah, the freezer. And then they think he's dead. Yeah. Obviously, he's not a bad guy. Mm-hmm. He's just some lame human. But he's not dead. He's not dead. So, <gasps> yeah. She um, has a new boyfriend, possibly. Yeah. I did make one note about. Are we out of the funeral room? Are we still the funeral no, room? No, okay, still go ahead. One more thing. All right. When he, uh, when pork and beans slides right, pork into, and beans. When he slides right into the oven. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. As soon as, the, as, soon as that oven door went open and the fire went i was like oh somebody's going in there one time i was making my uh vanilla pickles those u-shaped cookies yeah, and yeah. every year and i had like 70 of them on a cookie sheet with parchment underneath oh, no. and i go to put them in the oven and i guess my angle of the cookie oh, sheet was no. just a little too much and they all and the they just started rolling oh, no. off and that's what i found up oh no yeah it made me think of american horror story uh asylum yeah that's <laughs> another one where, where they got uh got crispy crematoried what were you going to say? The discussion between Giles and Buffy where he's trying to console her because she's bummed because uh, she she's not going to be with Owen. And he said, I was going to be a fighter pilot or a grocer. <laughs> he's multifaceted. He is. Yeah. It, it, I think this is the first time that we really see like a relationship developing between two of them, mm-hmm. but also, and this comes up a lot, like Buffy's struggle of being Slayer, mm-hmm. you know, something that she has to do, even though she didn't have choice in it mm-hmm. while trying to, you know, just live her life. Duality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the whole reason that she decides not to go out with Owen again is because Owen now wants a taste. Of, he likes to have a taste of the danger. And now he wants to go out and do some more. I wonder if that's going to come back. Do we see Owen again? Or is he just gone? He, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah. yeah okay. It's not even worth like looking at this place. No more Owen. All right. Yeah. He's gone. All right. Off burning down buildings and stuff. Oh, yeah. She introduced him to this life of danger. Now he's going to leave and become a criminal. <laughs> Setting fires, throwing people yeah, yeah, in the yeah. ovens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back down. Back down in the Jello church. And we find out who the anointed one is. Is that the kid from the, the short bus? That's the kid who was on the plane. The kid who went on an airplane? Yeah. Oh, that was a good plot twist. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. That's but fine. I was like, well, that's kind of cheesy. Like, they should have given us another hint. Like, I don't know. But, but why did we we all... should have seen that kid more than one time. Yes. Okay. Why, why did we all assume it was the creature guys? We judged. Just like we will all be judged. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not, not a good first date. No. Yeah, this episode wasn't great. No. 
They, um, I feel like this one and the previous one, the teacher's pet. Yeah. This season has a lot of what I've read, like they call like the monster of the week episode. Yeah. Yeah. In the last one, I was like, they had like one token vampire dude, the fork guy. But I was like, where's the vampire, the vampire show? Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like, like it's not really moving the plot along much. I mean, we've got a little bit in this one with, yeah. you know, we've seen the master again and he had a plan with the anointed one. But yeah, overall, it, it was not. Not the best. Have so it... is that all because, so is the Hellmouth just vampire, they're bringing in vampires, or does it bring in all these creatures? Well, it is a center of mystical convergence, okay, so, so it will bring in all different. Okay, different. okay, all right. I had to say that. Okay, as well. yeah, She did say that. Face. I know, she did, they did say that during an episode. <laughs> your eyes were almost rolling. They were. Yeah, not, how many steaks would you uh, give this one? Oh, we haven't done steaks in a while. No. I would give this one two, two and a half steaks. I would give the Praying Mantis episode that we did earlier uh, two steaks. Okay. I would probably give the same. Okay. Yeah. So uh, next episode, we have the pack. Yeah, and when you saw that, you went, oh, the pack. So I'm really looking forward to that one. <laughs> it's it's an interesting storyline. Okay. Right. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Okay. You will, uh, I'm sure, have many things to say. I always do. You always do. So, yeah, one more time, if you didn't get that email address, if you have any thoughts, comments, questions about card catalogs, feel free to email us at the Sunnydale Diaries at gmail.com. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.